Welcome to the Be Doing Life podcast. I'm your host, Hudson, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Keith and Rachel, also known as Mom and Dad. Today we're talking about how closed mouths don't get fed. All right. Uh, just checking in here, seeing how everybody's week's gone. You had a good week, Hudson? Yeah. Yeah? It's been all right. Yeah. We had excitement at our house earlier this week. We took Rebecca to get her wisdom teeth pulled. Videos to follow. Yes, we have a very funny video that we'll be posting uh, hopefully shortly. Um, hope you guys will enjoy that. With her approval. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's fine with it. So um, it'll be a wonderful laugh for your week. Uh, yes, like Hudson said, today we are talking about the phrase, closed mouths don't get fed. And this saying I had never heard of before a, a couple of years ago. Um, one of my mentors that I um, learned from, Nicole Walters, she says this all the time. And so we have really been focusing on opening up our mouths and saying what we need or saying what we want and just um, putting it out there putting it out there and seeing what happens Um, what does that mean closed mouths don't get fed it means that if you don't ask for what you want you're not going to get it right because if no one knows you want it it's not going to happen yeah but will you always get what you want if you ask no but are you any worse off than you were before? No. No. If they say no, you're in the exact same spot you were before you asked. Right? Yep. Um, so we have a couple of examples of we've, we've recently been doing this more and just seeing what happens. Um, we'll start with some smaller examples. The other day we were at a, a chain restaurant and... I had a coupon, and it wasn't for their location. It was for a different location. And I just said to the waitress, Hey, can I use this coupon here? And she was like, Yeah. And this may be, you may laugh at me, because I'm such a rule follower. Um, but, but you know, a few years ago, I would have never asked, because... I would be like, this coupon says what location it is, and this is not one of the locations. I would have never even asked, which I got a free sandwich out of it. So, so it's like free money. Yeah. So that's just a small example. We've had quite a few other examples. Uh, a couple years ago, Hudson decided that he wanted to buy himself a go-kart. So I had been looking for a while, and I had saved up some money for a couple years, and I called a guy about a go-kart, and it was way out of my price range. And I'm like... Do you remember what he was asking? Is it 350 350 And I'm like, I'm Hudson, I'm... 11? 10. 10. <laughs> and I have... What's the lowest you'll go? I have $200, which I should never have said. <laughs> and then he's like... I'll sell it to you for 150 And then Dad called... Which I thought was rather strange. Right. right? I mean, you know, I I had Hudson call because I was trying to get him to learn to, to do these things. But it was, it was 
it kind of sounded like a, a weird situation and I kind of wanted to feel it out. So I called the guy up and talked to him. You know, when I called, um, he said, um, I was, he said, I was so impressed with your son that, that I'm, I'm actually going to give it to him for free. And I was just like, and I was just like blown away. I mean, that was, that was, that was awesome. Right. So we went, we started at 350. And if, if he had asked us if he should call and ask that guy, I, actually, I think he did ask us. He did. He and and yeah. And we kind of discouraged him. Yeah, you can't to offer someone $200 if they're asking 350 because that's way, that's way, almost insulting. Yeah. Right. The, but he called them anyway, which that's another story. But <laughs> he called them anyway and and offered 200 which in retrospect, maybe it turned out good that you said I only have 200 Because normally as an adult, we couldn't do that because the person would know exactly what we had in our hand, what, you know, what we were holding. But what... If you talk to Hudson after that happened, oh my word, he what his confidence went through the roof, right? Right. He was on cloud nine, walking around for days. Um, and then you went and picked up the go kart in the rain. Yeah, it was in another another. It was an hour away. Yeah. So, um, and then you brought it back, and then you you totally tore that thing apart and yeah. did all kinds of work on it. Well. So I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. So I took it to a guy and he charged and he charged me two hundred dollars when I could have just bought a whole new engine and it would have only been a hundred. So mm-hmm. So you kinda learned, got cheated on that one. But well, you learned a you lot. Learned a lot. And you ended up selling it for what you put into it. Yeah. So you really right. didn't lose any money. It was a good experience, right? And that started his love of small engine stuff. And he, after that, you bought... You bought several go-karts, right? Yeah. And then you moved on to ATVs. I wanted an ATV. At the time, we had some acreage. And he was wanting to ride around on the land, which was cool. Um, But we couldn't afford to get a decent enough ATV (laughs) that would run. I remember one time... I couldn't afford. No, I remember one time... So we're out there, and I'm, I'm sawmilling. I'm milling, and um, he's going around the field. Except he would go like halfway around, and then it would break down, and he would get off and work on it for a while, and go around a little farther, and it would break down again, and he'd get off, and I don't even know what was. I don't remember. Do you remember that? I no. but I I remember like I yeah. Was it a go kart? No, it was. I, oh, I think it was ATV? an ATV. Was that the Green one? I don't. <laughs> so that started the whole process of him learning about small engines. Right. And then he got into lawnmowers, chainsaws. What else have you done? Uh, Floors, yeah, some, some like lawn equipment type stuff. Right. So his neck, his, the next step for us with him was, hey, they have, uh, I see this, the local state college has adult education classes. What if we called them and asked them if you could take those? Which is another thing I would never would have done, because they're for adults. Like it's what it says, right? It on says the page. adults, yeah. And so we called them up, and it it didn't take much convincing. They're like, yeah, sure, it, uh, just bring an adult. Well, they had to ask the instructor. Yeah. 
And the instructor was totally cool with it because when he was a kid, he loved to yeah. do that kind of stuff. He raced go-karts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he talked about a class a lot, too. So. And his love of lawnmower racing. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to Mr. Blair for taking uh, an interest in Hudson and letting him come to his class. Um, he, he totally encouraged it. Hudson learned a lot. Even I learned because I had to go. We had to go to the right. class with him. One of us. And he was definitely learning. I mean, we one of us would have to be there. So you know, I don't I remember how many weeks it was, but it's like twelve. We we were there eight, quite a few weeks. Something like that. Um, I think I might have been there three weeks, and then you were there the balance of it. But I learned that you he should was, buy um, engines from. Oh, let's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe we, we should, should not do that. Maybe we should um, rewind that. Maybe you should go to the small engine class with Mr. Blair and learn which engine not to buy. Um, so I, he, we definitely... Um, not his opinion on which yeah, engine not to buy. But his educated opinion, but um, he definitely learned a lot in that class and definitely made him more confident. Right, and so the next class is coming up and they've get, already given him permission to go to the advanced class. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, who would have thought you can ask for that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, other, other examples, uh, of, of, um, ways you can do, we've done this is even with this podcast, we have some guests coming up in the next few weeks who we would have never asked cause like they're, they've got all these things going on and they're, they're famous to us, famous, you're right? Way, way above where we are because we're just starting. But we just wrote, you know, sincere emails and said, we'd love to have you on. And, and some of them didn't answer, but some of them did. And some said no. Right. So it doesn't hurt to ask. And even when we initially started that process, if we would have thought, Nobody's ever going to say yes to this. If we had not sent those emails, they definitely would not have said yes. Yes. (laughs) It's 100% proven. But because we sent them a percentage, and honestly, in my opinion, a a surprisingly large uh, percentage, actually have said yes and have agreed to come on to the the podcast and and talk to, uh, you know, our audience, to you guys. And I think some of that also is your expectation of when you are asking. Are you expecting them to say yes or are you expecting them to say no? Because if you come in with an ex- expectation of no, I think people can sense that. Like, mm. and, and subconsciously even. Like, but if you're like anticipating a yes, then they're excited by your anticipation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. In my generation, a lot of young people were raised where where you're to be seen and not heard, and you don't you don't speak your mind. You you just sit there quietly and listen to the adults, which I, to some degree I agree with. Like children should be respectful of adults. Children shouldn't talk over adults. But it's almost like it can go too far. Yeah, we didn't right really have a lot we weren't allowed to voice what we right. thought and have an opinion and it, as an adult that's i feel like that's hindered me because i don't feel like i can say my what i feel or what i want like 
And one day when you got when you young people grow up and get married, that's going to be important. If if you feel like you can't say what you want, so this opening up your mouth and saying, "I would like this" or "I feel the need for this" is good for you to learn how to do respectfully, right? Not like demandingly. Well, I don't want this. Give me this. Right. And, and that can affect a lot of areas of your life, and um, you know, it can affect uh, if you're married. It can affect your marriage as well, right? Because if Rachel can't ask something of me or vice versa, then that's a communication problem. And that causes problems when we cannot communicate properly. Right. I think this whole, um, I think it's a cultural thing too. Like in some cultures, it's expected that you haggle. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Middle East. If you don't know what haggling is, it's like you go to the market and buy something and there's a price for it when you ask the price but they don't really expect you to pay that price they want you to argue with them they it's like a it's like a sport for them right to sit there and argue with you and see who can get who if they can get you higher or you can get them lower i think that we've only recently consciously been doing this but i think we've been doing this for years in the past, like like with, like you call up your cable company or your cell phone company, and tell them, ask them, can you do any better? Sometimes they, sometimes they'll do it, if they want to keep you and they feel like it's worth it. Right. Um, we we use a, a health insurance insurance alternative called Samaritan Ministries. And it, it works a little different than insurance. We, we, it's a group of thousands of members who pay each other's bills. So when we go to pay our insurance, uh, we, just, we just pay them in cash. When we go to pay a bill. Right. Like at a hospital or something like that. So when one of the kids was born, we would go uh, make an arrangement with the doctor beforehand and doctor, they, the, the hospital would be like, how much would it cost? Um, $10,000? I don't remember. For, I don't, <laughs> to have a kid? I don't know. But we'd say, well, we're paying in cash. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's if, uh, 40% off. For, if, you, if you pay before you leave the hospital, right. you're having the baby. Right. If you pay before you leave the hospital, we'll give you 40% off. So, right. So we have a few 40% off babies. <laughs> Discount children. So. <laughs> so I wouldn't just encourage you guys to think about this. Think about, I know some of this doesn't apply to you yet, but as you get out older, um, you're paying more bills. You, you may not be using some of the all these principles yet as much because you're not having all the bills. But you could try, you could try asking a teacher for something or asking a parent for something. What would be the guidelines to use when asking for things. I would say you need to be polite. Always, always polite. Don't act entitled or that they must do this for you. Offer something in return if you can. Like you might be asking, can I have a later curfew tonight? In exchange, I will... Take a nap tomorrow. Yeah, or... Do the dishes for my sister or something. You know, do something in exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, be thankful. 
when they do give you what you ask and and if they don't give you what you ask be gracious and kind and you never know maybe later on it will something would work out should should you use this to just go around and ask for a bunch of stuff no no No. it's not all about like mom can i get a new car mom can i get new clothes it's not all about an accumulation of things it's more about your growth as a person and learning to put out what you need ask for what you need and be accepting if somebody can't provide what you need right right at that time yeah but learning to open up your mouth and voice what your needs will be important for you as you get older a lot of people just they're resentful because they're not getting what they need but they never asked so we haven't really talked about this on this show but we've encouraged our kids to um, earn money on their own uh, like Hudson doing small engine stuff as we were talking about earlier or babysitting or I don't know cleaning whatever the different tasks may be and really this ties directly into something like that so I can go if I were a kid I could go to my mom and say mom you know I don't know I have no idea what kids are making for allowance these days, so I may just like completely mess this up. Um, I'm getting $10 a week. Uh, can you give me 15 I mean, I guess you could say that's a closed mouth or a, an open mouth that's that's asking for something, right? And uh, But... What are you going to give in return? On the other hand, <laughs> right, exactly. There's no more responsibility. You're not saying, well, Mom, I'm going to do... XYZ around the house in order to, to earn that extra money. But if you have your own business, if you're doing your own thing to earn your own money, um, it very much helps you to open your mouth and talk to people, right? Hudson gets business by talking to people. Right. Right? You're always asking people for discounts, aren't you? Yeah. Saving money <laughs> that way. Marketplace and Craigslist. Right. So. And now people know what they're, people know what they can, most people know what they can go yeah. to, right? Like, like they have it set in their mind how low they'll go. And if they don't want to go lower, they'll sell you. And you can say, okay, I'll take that. Or, okay, I'll, I can't that go that won't low. work this time. Right. And it's not like it, you're not insulting. Like, you're not it's not like oh they're going to be so upset at me if i offer less right? right you'd be amazed at people that people that are willing to help you if you just ask like last week i said something about how i fixed mowers and he's like oh you and i was buying a mower and he's like oh you want another old mower that i have and i'm like sure and that's an example of and and he then proceeded to go behind his house and dig out another mower that he gave to him for free. Right. So people, especially if if they feel like you are out there working hard and you're heading towards a goal and you have purpose and are striving to better yourself, they would love to help you. Um, They'll do whatever they can to help you. So our challenge for you this week is to go out there and think of something that you... 
uh, need or want. Maybe you would like to learn how to play an instrument, but you don't um, have money to get lessons. Maybe you could work a deal out with the guitar teacher to mow his grass or cook him a meal or babysit his kids. There's there's hundreds of different ideas that you could come up with of ways to ask for what you want and make it a great transaction for, for everybody involved. So uh, drop us a note after you decide what you're going to do and do it and let us know what you did. We'd love to read your story and maybe we will read it out loud on a future podcast. Uh, just drop the note to podcast at bedaringlife.com. If you really like us and you really want to let the world know how much you like us, give us a review on iTunes. The more reviews we have, the more visible our podcast will become. That helps others find us and the great community we are building. So remember to go out and be daring.